I really, really want to like it if I go to Epcot and it's shut down, which it often is. I'm not mad about it. And that's my hot take on, on Test Drive. All right, that's a wrap, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Like and subscribe. This is like the thrill ride in Epcot. But is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's I would say it is. the only thrill ride in Epcot for <laughs> right. now. Mission Space? Here's the deal. Love a good space man. But no. Whereas yeah. Test Track is like an actual like thrill. Like the whole reason is to go from zero to 20 miles per hour. No, <laughs> 65. Well, <laughs> Thank you. Well, I mean, and test, test Track was like the, the closest thing you could get to a roller coaster at Epcot. Well, and it is actually the fastest ride on property. So I guess the thrills are there. I think I miss the, the crash dummies. Like the old theme? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I miss yeah. them. I miss everything about them. I was going to say that. Yes, the test dummies were amazing and wonderful. And, like, if we had that version, I'd be super happy. But it's, like, now a game where, like, you build Mm -hmm. a car Mm -hmm. and then you test its performance. And it actually, I mean, whether it's accurate data or not, but, like, you can get percentages in the power, the eco, whatever. And I'm sure we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. It's okay. basically Toy Story Mania, honestly. But sponsored by Chevrolet. Yes, hot take. <laughs> I'm Cheryl. And I'm oh, Molly. God. Oh, God. And I'm Ashby. Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. I'll say, so from my perspective, I I have a very close relationship with Test Track. I worked there for the Test Dummy Test Track and then was there for the closing. And then I was there, I was the project leader on the team for the reopening of the new, what you see today, design Test Track. So I have a lot of, I have a lot of like love for both. So what is Test Track? How would you guys like describe the attraction to someone who's never been on it? To, to me, it's like a lot of fun things that you would love to do in your own car, but you don't because it's too dangerous or scary or you don't want to break the rules. Like you get to experience those things. You get to experience a hard brake check after speeding up <laughs> really fast or you get to like take the crazy turns a little faster than you normally would. Ashby, probably more than either of us, you, you would know it's described like online as a, a slot car attraction. Mm-hmm. Does that basically mean like the function of the ride is actually like occurring below the track and then there it's kind of connected by a like a beam or something? How like what's the actual so breakdown of it? How does it work? The, the the thing that I loved about the, the thing that I loved about Test Track the most was the the technical aspect of it because I mean maybe not currently but at the time when it certainly when it was built it was the most technologically advanced ride I think you know, we had seen at the time. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like each car is its own computer and it's all connected on the track. And then there's, you know, the central computer that takes care of the ride itself. Uh, so there's like all these elements that are talking to each other to make this thing go, essentially. And then it connects underneath. So it kind of goes through, you've probably seen it when you're riding it on the track. There's the little slot, like the slit in mm-hmm. the middle uh, of the track. And Basically, it connects down through that to the the power bar, uh, or the bus bar, whatever you want to call it. But like those wheels are actually turning on the car. Yeah, the the car itself is controlled. Yeah, so like the the wheels turn, uh, the movement of the the wheels, like everything um, is involved. You know, from the from the vehicle itself. I know that like it, it is not the most um, 
Reliable? Yeah, reliable attraction. Um, but for, you know, for good reason, because if it gets out there and all of a sudden there's a sensor that's not, you know, picking up or it's, it goes over speed a little bit or under speed, anything like the slightest thing goes wrong and the ride will stop, which is good, right? I mean, that's a good thing. Also, that makes it um, sometimes, you know, not the most reliable attraction. And then you add water to the mix and then it's a whole different ball game because the, the wheels are on water and any type of slipping that happens also causes it to go down. And it's a very finicky, it needs a lot of love. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is because it's so, it, there's so much to it. It's more than just a roller coaster on a track that's like fed by gravity. You know what I mean? Two Ashby's point about it though and these are things that i know like as a floridian trying to ride it and it never being up like you start asking <laughs> cast members be like why is this always down and they'll tell you for the most part but like it is one of the it is the only outside attraction at epcot which is kind of crazy mm-hmm. to think about when like magic mm-hmm. kingdom is like 50 percent outdoor attraction so if it is raining they can still operate but it's the lightning that will bring them down because that's the safety precaution. Test mm-hmm. Track is like the only ride that will not operate if it's even sprinkling because of those tires from what I've mm-hmm. gathered. And so that's the part that's that's the worst about it is in Florida, it rains every day in the summer. But if it was starting to rain, it was like, oh, well, what's it doing? Is it sprinkling? Okay, that's not too bad. What does it feel like when you're driving 65 miles an hour <laughs> in this particular rainfall? And, uh, you know, there were some times that we pushed the limit a little bit. And, um, you know, it, it probably felt like pins and needles out there. <laughs> but uh, the other thing, too, is if it starts to rain while you're running, the, the, it becomes the goal of, like, we have to cycle this ride to get every single guest off of here. Because if we have to evacuate, it's a whole other beast that nobody wants to do. I don't want to get, like, too in-depth with it yet. But the, the fun part was, so if you know, like... Uh, right before you go outside, there's that little launch area, and there's those doors. So basically, we can put a, a an inhibit at that particular location, so we can stop the car in the tunnel, right? And then what we would do is allow any cars that are outside to come in, and then we would hold... Basically, we're holding all the vehicles inside for as long as we can for, like, there to be a break in the rain, if that's going to happen, because in Florida, you know... Yeah. It rains one second and then stops raining another second. So we would play this fun game of like, okay, let's stop the car, watch the weather. We'd have somebody outside on a radio. We'd be looking at the radar, the computer. And it was like, okay, does it look like we're going to have a gap? Does it look like we're going to be able to bring the rest of the guests, you know, back around? It was, it became a very, like, I mean, it's a lot of pressure, especially on whoever the manager is for that particular time because you're like i mean i don't know what it's like now but you know at the time it's test track and soren are your two attractions in epcot that are the 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 most sought out right mm-hmm. and the american and, gardens theater um yeah. okay it's so uh, you know whatever <laughs> everybody true. has a yeah 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 <laughs> so if you have to think about that too right like it, you'd you'd rather keep it up if you can because you know you're gonna have a lot of guests that are gonna be upset you have a queue full of people so, yeah, so it became a very interesting game of how can we keep this ride going if we can without obviously, like, we would never sacrifice safety for this. But it was just more of a how can we work around this weather to try and make this as, as a good of a situation as we can, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and Ashby, correct me if I'm wrong, all managers have to have a meteorology degree, like, right to work <laughs> test track. <laughs> uh, 
It, yeah, it's uh, it, it, that was the 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 first time I had ever worked a weather related attraction, and I'm telling you, like, by the time I was done there, I could, I mean, because Florida weather is not predictable, but man, you get good at it. You're like, oh, <laughs> like I can feel like you would. I'd be walk outside and like stick my finger in the air, and I'd be like, oh, we we're gonna have to take this down in a couple minutes. <laughs> well. Would you guys like to hear some very brief history of Test Track? Because it's actually pretty fascinating. Let's do it. You know how Epcot in its beginnings and for a while was basically a bunch of pavilions co-sponsored by different corporations? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we talk, didn't we talk about this before or no? Am I yeah, making that like up? Spaceship Earth was yeah. like telecommunications companies. What was the land? Have we ever talked about the land? Well, that... It Nestle? was Nestle, and now it's, is it still Nestle, or is it the, um, was it the one like, that makes the lettuce or was whatever? Was it like Kraft at one point or something? I mean, it's, I mean, back when Food Rocks and Kitchen Cabaret were there, I'm sure it was a lot more. I know Chiquita is sponsoring Living with the Land. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But was, um, like, the Seas or Universe of Energy anything ever? Universe of Energy used to be, wasn't it ExxonMobil or something like that? Oh, God. It's dark. That sounds right, which is actually really funny. Test Track's sponsor was General Motors. And actually this story starts before Test Track existed. In the late 1970s when Epcot was being developed, GM came to Disney and said, we would like to co-sponsor a pavilion in Epcot all about transportation. Great. (laughs) So they put together this like slow moving dark ride proposal. And then they also put together this fast outdoor roller coaster type proposal that was going to be based off of the Milford Proving Ground, which is like a car testing track. And Mm. GM was like, oh my God, we love all of this. We're so excited. But like most stories we tell here, because of budgets, um, (laughs) one of those attractions got cut. And unfortunately, it was the like car testing outdoor like fast ride. And instead, they built World of Motion. Probably not Ashby, I guess, but Cheryl, did you ever go in World of Motion? Nope. But I remember it because the the cars went outside for a second. You could see like the the Omnimover track. What was World of Motion? I was watching some videos on it and my best take on it, it was basically Spaceship Earth, but about transportation. So it was horse and buggy and trains and then cars and the evolution of cars. And it was animatronics and I guess a mix of um, animatronic and like stationary What's a stationary animatronic called? A uh, statue. Animated. Thank you. <laughs> a statue. <laughs> yeah. Creepier. Um, and it was neat. It was like you basically were going through like a life-size diorama the same way as um, Spaceship Earth, but it was all about cars. And it was fine. Like people liked it. I think some legendary Imagineers came in to do like art direction on it. And I think it was like a very well-loved pavilion for... Mm. 10 years, 10, 11 years. And that's because that the GM had a 10 year contract. That's how long the contracts lasted. And at the end of their 10, or I guess they had maybe extended a year because in 1992, GM said, okay, we will extend for another contract with you guys, but we want a brand new attraction. Like they pushed Disney mm-hmm. to, to redesign World of Motion. Question. So you said it went outside and you could see the cars? Like the cars came out and then like went up to the second level very was quickly. Was it slow motion or was it quicker? It was very slow. Because that's so funny that you mentioned that it was a lot like Spaceship Earth. When was that built versus Spaceship Earth? Because something I found.
found out recently, because, you know, with the 50th of, like, Walt Disney coming up, there's a lot of, like, news articles locally, is that originally Spaceship Earth, the ride vehicles were supposed to go outside for a hot second and then come back in. Whoa, weird. Like, obviously, structurally, and they were just like, nah, that's too lofty. Like, we have this cool ball already. So I wonder if they took that idea and then were like, well, we'll do it over here. Possibly. Mm -hmm. I mean, they opened at the same time. They're both opening day attractions. The only exposure I had to that ride was when I was kind of going through training originally there at Test Track. They showed me there was this like um, wall that was covered in like a large black like piece of fabric. And when you pulled back that fabric behind it was one of the elements of World of Motion. Oh, interesting. Uh, which I thought was really cool. I, lo- I love those little, like, when they just kind of leave something, you know, or, like, leave a piece of the, the past. I think we talked about that with Spaceship Earth, where you could still see some of the old elements yeah. from uh, previous iterations of it. So, early 90s, bad news, World of Motion's closing. Good news, GM wants a thrill ride. They want something that's really going to showcase GM, like, in a <laughs> like a trendier, cooler <laughs> light. That old idea was dug up again of the Milford Proving Ground, this outdoor big giant facility where they tested vehicles. So the brakes and turns and they used those test dummies, right? They would like crash cars into walls and see what happened to the test dummies. It's very dark. But it sounds like a pretty good thrill ride. Yeah, for sure. So officially, World of Motion closed down in 1996 in the same building. So Test Track, the building, if you were to look at it from like a Google image, it's it's like a almost a very, it's like a perfect giant circle. Um, so they kept that building, but they gutted the entire building um, inside. So the entire track, everything was pulled out, I guess, except for one show element, as Ashby said. (laughs) Right, right. A black sheet. (laughs) And they had ambitious plans to open the newly designed test track in one year. So it was planned to open in 1997. Good Lord. As um, I guess by the way I set that up, that didn't happen. They had... Um, they hit like problem after problem after problem. Um, Ashby, you mentioned that each car individually has its own computer, which is really great. So that was like a plan from day one. The problem with that originally is that the computer, like the central computer itself could only handle like a handful of cars at a time Mm. before it shut down, which was like a third of the like capacity, hourly capacity it needed to roll around. Um, So they had to just kind of like scrap the original technology and start from scratch, which was like a major, major, major delay. And the other major delay was that they found out that the tires would wear down like significantly faster than they needed them to, which was Mm -hmm. both like unsafe and a major extra cost. I mean, even today, well, in the day that I was there, they were still an issue. One of the things that would happen if the ride, I mean, obviously we were putting a lot of pressure on it when, when, the, when the slowdowns and, the, and things are happening, but the, the most pressure that was being put on them was when the ride would e-stop. So whether it was manually done or the ride itself had to stop it immediately, any car that was out there on the outside track, I mean, it would lock. The, it would lock in the and basically the tires would just skid across the track and so that would actually cause really bad wear points to the tires in a in like one spot and I remember when I was when I worked at mission space I remember seeing that for the first time I was standing out at greeter you know telling everybody come on in you're gonna throw up have a great time yeah and um, and I remember standing there and all of a sudden I just hear this like loud like 
hatch. And then I just see smoke coming from like the front of the test track building. And I didn't, I'd never worked there at that point. So I was like, what the hell just happened? And I'd found out that it was, it was an e-stop and oh, it was wow. a car that was in the 65 mile per hour, <gasps> you know. Oh and, man. Yeah. And it just slammed on the brakes, of course, and then stopped. You know, that was something that could happen. Yeah. Um, so some of these kind of like un, unseen issues delayed the opening until 1999, March of 1999, in fact. Woohoo! Right in time for the Millennium Celebration. Let's hear it for the oh, Millennium Celebration. Let's hear it for Speaking of the Millennium Celebration, actually, no, it wasn't the Millennium Celebration CD. It was just like the Walt Disney World soundtrack CD has or had the old, the original test track theme song on it. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have that same CD. It was, it was kind of wild, and I don't, I can't place, I couldn't place it in the attraction. It just it was the test track, test track theme song. It was what you heard in the queue. The current outside test track queue is very, like, you feel like you are on Armageddon about to oh, board. Oh, it's cinematic, that yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Michael Bay oh, must have, like, do you know? Do you know who? It. Do you know who did it? <laughs> who? So, uh, oh, God, what's his name? I, he did the soundtrack for the, new, Ju- the new Judge Dredd. No, it wasn't, uh, wasn't that fancy. Uh, but when that new Judge Dredd came out, which was, what was that, 2012? The new what? Uh, the Judge Dredd. What's the that? movie Judge Dredd. Oh, my God. I don't know what that is. Yes, yeah, Oh, my I God. I don't know what you're talking Wait, about. Wait, hold on. There was an original Judge Dredd with Sylvester Stallone. I don't know what words There's you're saying. Judge Dredd? <laughs> Judge Dredd is hard to say, too. <laughs> I know that it's a thing, but I don't understand what you're saying. Well, anyways, you should watch the original with with Sylvester Stallone. The the new one, I didn't watch it. But anyways, the guy who did the soundtrack for that movie was the same guy who did the soundtrack for uh, Test Track. Oh, the new cool. Test Track. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to find his name because I feel terrible that I can't. Because I actually met him when we opened up. He was there. And I, I chatted with him a little bit because I was like, hey, man, this music's really great. God, and he was like, you, go away, nerd. You know everyone. <laughs> Ashby, I have a very serious question. Okay. You mentioned that the Test Track theme song was what they played in the queue of the original attraction. Right. All I remember hearing in the queue for the original Clunk. attraction is... Clunk. That, yeah. Cranky, clunking <laughs> and cranking and and all right. sorts of horrible sounds for an hour. For an hour, usually. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there was the music, too. <laughs> I don't. I can't recall. <laughs> but don't, is, when they play, I'm trying to, like, remember what it sounded like on the... It was um, like, yeah, probably on. very Devo or something. Like. <laughs> but actually, maybe that's a good place to start talking about the attraction itself. Test, test track? <laughs> is. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Judge Dredd, I think. Apparently. Oh, God. Ugh. Um, <laughs> Just... <laughs> Okay, so there's two versions of, of Test Track. The, the original version of Test Track was themed after you were supposed to be a test dummy, basically. Just well, I mean, you, you weren't a test dummy. Well, like, so the premise well. was, let me, okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, sell all it, right. sell it a little. Okay, all right, okay. Okay. Okay, so in the pre-show, which... You, it was one of my favorite pre-shows. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. The guy, what's his name? The guy, oh, God, now I'm going to, hold on. He was in um, all of the, what are those singing movies? The that, um, the singing movies. Oh, I know. I'm terrible right now. Uh, Judge Rebel Wilson. Dredd? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and um, 
the girl. Oh, you mean um, like the with the Bellas? What is it? Yeah, pitch perfect? yeah, yeah. Who did pitch, he play? So, so all the pitch perfects. He was the male uh, announcer because remember it was him and. Oh my so, god! Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <gasps> he's amazing. He is like the secret actor that just shows up in like everything. everything. He's so yeah. great. Yeah, he was just in something recently too that I saw, and I was so his name is John Michael Higgins. Oh, that's it. I know his name. <laughs> yeah, and him. It was him and Elizabeth Banks were the two announcers that just did the greatest banter back and forth. You know, yes. just really great. But anyways, John Michael Higgins. So he was the the main guy in the pre-show of in test the pre-show. Track. His name is Bill McKim. Oh, Bill what a McKim. good name. And then there was the other lady that was with him that was kind of like the she would push the buttons, you know. He was like he was like the supervisor and she was like the worker yeah. almost in yeah. a way. So basically like they were introducing you to like the, we're do, it's it's almost like you were getting a a first-hand experience of what cars go through when they go through the testing and they were introducing you to this kind of process and showing you like some really cool stock footage of some of the real test facilities and and the like the actual real tests that would be done and uh and, and yeah and then they would go through and they'd go okay so we're going to you know we're going to actually let you go through some of the tests and we're going to put you in one of our test cars and then it was like it showed you which ones you were going to do so like the brake test and the Ooh, whatever the that... hill acceleration test yes and, and the cobblestones it's going to get then, bumpy yeah <laughs> And then there was like the whole thing of like, well, and just throw a couple extras in there, you know, and then they, yeah. they did like a few and then they, they did the one that was the crash test into the yeah. wall as like the little gag moment, which I think kind of freaked people out a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Because, You're like, wait, what? Yeah, because it would it showed the crash in the in the pre-show video and people would like look around and be like, wait, wh- what? <laughs> the thing that I loved that was kind of a, a lot of people didn't notice was in the pre-show um, in that room that you were in where you were watching the video. Along the wall behind you was a couple different, like, pictures and things. Mm -hmm. And they had pictures of real test facilities that GM had across the country. It was really cool. Um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of neat. But anyways, that's the the main premise of, like, how how they introduced you to what you were about to do but even even before that i don't know if we're getting into this yet or not but just the queue itself yeah let's yeah the queue let's talk about the queue yeah i mean the queue was like almost a little museum-esque right kind of going through what um like different different like elements of a car you know so again some of the tests that would be done like the little weight that gets dropped down on the seat Mm -hmm. um you know things like that it was a little educational but also so repetitive with all the noises I like what they tried to do. And the whole, I also want to say the whole experience was extremely like industrial factory looking because that's what they wanted you to feel like you were at a true testing facility. Um, So everything was very like silver and um, like black and yellow caution tape looks. It was not like a visually comforting set kind of or like situation. And if it were a little bit more like warmer or more interesting, I think the test that they were showing you themselves would have been more entertaining. But instead, it was just mm-hmm. repetitive and loud. And again, when this ride opened, the waits were hours long. So you could be right. in that main queue for hours. And it just was, it was a lot. And I was 11, so I didn't care. But I imagine the adults around me, like if it was adult Molly right now, she would be 
losing her mind. No one had cell phones. No one had TikTok or Heads Up. Like, you were just (laughs) watching Metal on Metal for, like, a good Yeah, for sure. There was the one when there was, like, a battering ram going into the chest of a test dummy. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, What was that testing? Impact, I guess. I've Yeah, how long before your ribs break? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, and the other thing about the pre-show I want to note is that I distinctly remember going on that ride in probably like 2010. And I distinctly remember thinking in the pre-show that they have like polos and khakis on. They look like nerds, but they look like nerds at work. Like it truly was a time, <laughs> a timeless choice for it's like- a, Right. I looked up a picture and all I could think was Jake from State Farm. Like yeah, <laughs> but it truly is like, like they look, they look like they're at work, but you don't look at that and say like, oh wow, this must've been built in 1999. Like it's so dated. It's like, no, they just have their like stupid uniforms on. And I think that was a really smart choice. And also a great, I think one of the iconic- pre-shows in disney history oh yeah i i it i mean it still stands up as probably one of the like i i mean dinosaur has always been one of my favorites yeah uh test track yeah i mean soarin i think is a winner for most people yeah i mean does epcot have the best pre-shows mission space used to have the best one until they got rid of gary yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. I will say that, I mean, not everyone has been on this ride, but the Rise of the Resistance um, oh. video oh, from... Oh, my God. From, no, but, like, from Poe, I distinctly, re- like, watching that for the first time, I was like, this is just an iconic... This is not a Star Wars pre-show. It's, like, an iconic Disney pre-show. Like, he was acting like oh, Bill right, McKinnon. Right, right. Like, he, he was doing a right, good-looking right. group of recruits. Like, it's such a silly... Disney pre-show, I just was so happy with that. And I think sometimes that gets a little overlooked in the, like, the hustle and bustle of, of Rise of the Resistance, yeah. Oh, for sure. Cool. So um, in the original version, uh, what happens after the pre-show? You actually just go right right to the loading area. Yeah, so you go into the, the area where they start loading into the rows uh, of the vehicles. The, so this part was always annoying to me as a guest and then also somebody who worked there mm. was you because most you know you get to a pre-show and you're like all right it's action time like we're gonna ride now and then you get you know herded through the door where you have to wait another few minutes before you get loaded into a vehicle mm, yeah i hate that and i just anyways it drew that just drove me crazy rides in general that do that just drive me nuts but i get it i know why because i've worked on the other side of it i get it but it's still annoying. <laughs> yeah, is that? Yeah, is is Test Track a worse offender than someone else though? Because I, I feel definitely feel that way in Dinosaur. There's a little bit of a wait. Yes, Dinosaur. Oh, Dinosaur's the worst because it feels so long. Like it's a long path to get down to where they actually load you into the vehicle after well, you've done the. Yeah, pre-show. you're in the hallway for a second too. Mm-hmm, I'm trying to think if mm-hmm. there's another any other rides that. Well, it tease you. You know, to be honest. If it's being run correctly, then you won't notice. Sure, as you're just much. walking. Like, it will yeah. be like, oh, we're moving, we're moving, and we're moving, and now we're in our vehicle. But what happens is there's so many different factors that go. Like if you just, I'm sure nobody ever has this moment, but like if you just stand there and watch for like 10 minutes, you'll immediately realize how bad things can get if one little thing goes wrong. Uh, and in, in respect to Test Track... You've got one person that's loading eight rows. You have all these people coming at you with different numbers. 
the load time of the cars is not a lot of time. It's actually one of the faster uh, load areas or grouping areas is what we call it there. Like it's one of the fasting, fastest areas like that uh, of attractions that I've ever worked at. And it's like, I mean, you got to be on it, right? You got to be on it and you can't miss a beat. As soon as a guest asks a question, you're done. Like, it's like dunzo. Like, ah, oh, crap. Now we're going to get behind. People are going to get backed up. So anyways, you have all that. And then and then you have the loaders. If they're not keeping people moving into the vehicles and out of the vehicles, like that's going to cause a problem. Then on the flip side, when you're uh, loading the pre-shows, you have to keep an eye on how the load area looks because if it's too crowded you can't put too many people into the pre-show so there's all these things that factor in and if it's a well-oiled machine and everybody's like on their game and everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing it can be golden but the times that that happened versus (laughs) all the other things that i just mentioned it's there's always something that messes it up thing about test track too is it does have a single rider queue which i think Mm, is mm -hmm, one of the mm -hmm. most like successful single riders but the trick that winds up happening and this is a caution to anybody like going there like if the wait is longer than an hour an hour and a half like being in the single rider queue doesn't really do much because people will just get in that line and break up their parties and it winds up being almost the same length and then you don't get to ride it with your friends wow and also don't get in the single rider line and get all the way up there and act like an idiot that somehow didn't know you got into a single but rider can line. I ride with Molly, please? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you guys something about the single rider line, though? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like, kind of unfair, I guess. But if you are a single rider, it works out. So I've ridden, I think with you, Cheryl, single rider, like pretty early in the morning. And yeah. we were, like, very – we just didn't want to wait in line. And we were, like, okay, like, we'll talk while we're in the single rider's line and then ride the ride. Like, it's, that's very normal. And then we got up there, and they just stacked us. You were in the front. I was in the back. But we were on the right side of the um, car yeah. itself. And so our picture was awesome because oh, you could yeah. only yeah. see you and me. So we, like – it was the greatest picture ever, and we like we waited no time at all because we were in single rider. So oh, totally, if you kind luck of out, if you're a party of two and you luck out, and a party of four is grouped with you, like oh, yeah, less. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But the other good. thing that's like a like a it's almost like a I always talked about it as like a bo- a bonus moment was like back to the scenario of if you didn't load the rooms right. So sometimes they would load them light because they thought you know there was too many people on the other side. So then all of a sudden now your load area is like empty and you don't have people to load. So now you can just take your single rider line and just dump it. And that's when people, people would get so excited and we would, we, I mean, we would cheer it on because it's like, what a great little magical moment. Right. And you just load them up until you, until you finally get some people that were in the standby line, you know, up to the front. So would it make sense to go through the test dummies version of the ride first and then circle back? Or could we like point out the differences as we go? I think probably just go through both as we go, like kind of go back and forth. Cause then uh, it'll, 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 we can relate it to each other, so you know, as go we go through the, the old menu. Should we go back the queue of the new though, or go into the ride first? I, yeah. I was about to say, we probably should then go ahead and pick up the, the new from to, up to this point. Yeah. So that way we would cover that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So... Yeah, so very similar to, like, the early 90s storyline, GM 
kind of came back after their their contract was going to be up and said, um, well, we want a new revised version of Test Track. What was awkward about that, though, is they were also filing for bankruptcy and had to get bailed, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> had to get bailed out by the federal government. So there was kind of this moment where it's like, okay, GM, like you don't have delightful brand recognition right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So instead they did a little bit of a switch up. And I think the contract changed too. It wasn't like a full 50-50 or something changed. And they also, instead of being sponsored by GM, it was sponsored by the Chevrolet brand, mm-hmm. which is owned by General Motors. Um, but, <laughs> right. but Chevy was like right out in front, which I always kind of also thought was kind of funny. Because really that's like their star brand, Chevy? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Bud Light is their star brand. Budweiser. What? <laughs> is Bud Light, is Bud Light Cheryl, not the Chevrolet of Budweiser? Cheryl, are oh. you sipping a Bud Light right now? Is that what's oh, happening? Always. Sponsored by oh. Bud Light Seltzer. Cheryl, sponsored by Bud Light Lime. <laughs> Literally. Oh, that was um, amazing. I guess so. I, I don't know. I guess my first very first car was a Chevy Cavalier. And so when I got rid of that car, I just assumed like, because I don't know, I haven't talked to someone in a really long time who was like, I bought a new Chevrolet. But well, well, I, what I, do I know? Who do I talk to? About cars? <laughs> no, it, it is. I mean, there's always like, there's always the brand, um, what do they call it? Like the brand competition. Uh, you know, it was like Chevy versus Ford or yeah. Chevy versus Ford versus Dodge were always like the American especially growing up in, like, a, a more rural area. The Chevy Bolt and Bolt are, like, going. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, Toyota, clearly. Well, and, and Chevrolet just made the the huge announcement uh, that they're going to be fully electric in, what, by 2030-something? I take it all back. I'm 1,000% <laughs> wrong. And this episode is now sponsored by Chevrolet. <laughs> for such a Toyota girl, I can't believe I was campaigning so hard for Chevrolet. I know. We, yeah, wow. I, yeah. Okay. So sponsored by, sponsored by, and I keep calling it Chevy. Like I have some no, sort of like nickname with say it. That. <laughs> I'm like, you call him Chevrolet, but I call him Chevy. Chevy. Like, the old Chev. Oh, Chevy. Oh my God. Test Track now sponsored sponsored by Chevrolet, and they also pulled back majorly on the like industrial testing facility mm-hmm. theme, and instead they went much more in like a modern twist. Um, and it goes uh, what? Gosh, I I really to this day have a hard time kind of describing what's going on. You're so you it's... they're putting you in the designer seat as opposed to yes, like you're yes, there to test yes. it. You were testing out new designs to, um, it's kind of like the future of cars, which it honestly does fit a lot better in the theme of Epcot at the end of the day. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. And, and the main, like the main, one of the main goals that they were trying to do was it was trying to be a little bit of an education piece as well. Cause mm-hmm. like, you know, Epcot, I feel right. like they're always trying to throw some history or some. Yeah, they're trying to make you smarter. Yeah. They're trying to make you smart, right? Um, edutainment that's it that's it and so that's what they were going for they were like let's figure out a way to educate people on how not just chevrolet but just in general how cars go through a design process um and a a lot of the things that i think i mean even i didn't know a lot of the stuff that a a design went through uh for a vehicle so it was 
it's it's pretty cool, especially when you go through the queue. If you're not if you go through the standby queue, you get the full we'll call it the full PowerPoint presentation versus fast pass. You're not getting any of that stuff. Um, it also just from like a experience perspective and what goes into like the design of a car is much more exciting than like anti-lock brake. (laughs) (laughs) And that comes from someone who's a huge Chevrolet fan. (laughs) (laughs) I would know. Um, So yeah, and again, this is me saying I preferred the like test dummy version, but the concept itself is so much more logical and and aesthetically like much more delightful now. So I'm going to give it a lot of points for that for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, talk us through the queue. Well, the cool, like the cool thing that I loved about the queue was that it it started you off. I mean, if you paid attention to it, it started you off on kind of like setting the foundation of what you need to know before you even get to the pre-show, which is like designing your vehicle. So it's almost like it's educating you, so that way you kind of can like connect the dots of what each of these things represents when you go to the design process, you know, for your own vehicle. But when you first walk into the queue you immediately see like a prototype car. I think they've actually changed it since it first opened. Anyways, it was made to be changed out. So they were always going to have a new prototype vehicle on display as soon as you walked in. And the one that was there when we opened, just a cool looking design. It's very futuristic looking. Uh, And that's just kind of to start you off uh, as you come in. And then it introduces you to kind of what they called like the the four elements of a car design. I'm going to fumble through them. I know one was like power. Efficiency. Yep. Efficiency. And, oh God. I think like, was it look one of them or design? I don't know. I'm so upset because I actually have the pins. There's pins that I bought. Ooh. That's um, pretty neat. That represented the four, because there was four icons like for each of them. was one of them too. Capabil- oh, yeah. Capability. Capability. Yeah, that's it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. responsivness. Oh, that's responsiveness. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so when you come in, they have like a panel, like with all four, it's basically each panel has the color of the attribute or whatever you want to call it. And then the little icon that's associated with it. So it's trying to get into your head of like associating these colors and symbols with what you're about to learn and what you're going to do a little bit later to design your car. So then it kind of goes into the beginning. Um, oh, and there's a, I forgot to mention, there's a, um, like a broken down model of an electric vehicle. It was like a self-driving car that was part of this test that they did or that they were going to do in some country across, I don't even know where it was. But basically it was like a community of all these self-driven cars. Like you just get in, you tell it where you want to go and it takes you there. And that's the model of this particular little two-wheel vehicle. And then it starts to go into like the design process. So basically they have like this 3D form of a car so it's like this, it's almost like if you think about a piece of clay, like it's a, a piece of clay that's been formed into kind of like a vehicle shape. And then there's these projectors that are projecting onto it. And as the video behind it kind of goes through the process of the design, the little model vehicle changes to kind of represent the different stages as well. It's a really cool effect. Really cool. This whole cue sounds really fun, actually. Yeah. And it, and it was a neat little story, too, because it, it talked about some of the different designers and, and, you know, what they go through and all that stuff. So again, if you haven't gone through the standby, I know sometimes it can be very long, but it is a really cool standby cue. Um, and then there's this section right before you get to where you're going to be grouped for your pre-show. I don't know if it's still like this, but originally it was supposed to be an interactive area 
with these large, like, I think they were like 80-inch screens or some nonsense. It gives you kind of the first look into the four different vehicle design elements, and everybody can kind of play with it as you're waiting in line. When we first opened, it didn't work, and then... I think they got it working, but it wasn't quite doing what they originally said it was supposed to do. And I remember you could, like, design, like, move the cursor things would help you, like, format the body of it so that you could look at, like, the aerodynamics and stuff. The, so here's where it, we, it got interesting. Even from, like, an operations perspective, when we were trying to figure out how to, how do we, how do we work this queue? So we're, we're basically, like, grouping you to go into a room to design a car, but we're not grouping you for the ride. That's a different thing. <laughs> it's, like, the weirdest and confusing for a guest because a guest is not used to this right they think that when they get grouped now it's time to ride also weird because like it wasn't like a one for one you didn't do like oh how many is in your party four okay you're going to be in one two three four no it's going to be like oh there's four of you well let's see we're kind of busy right now so we're going to actually have all four of you go to number one and work on a car together or we're going to split you two and two but anyways you get loaded onto a number that's associated to a design station where you'll then go in and you'll work on the design of your vehicle the timing of that will depend on how the line is going so you could spend a lot of time in there designing or you could spend like no time in there designing interesting thing here so when we first opened up the new test track only standby got to do this design experience fast pass and singles went and bypassed everything they didn't get to see the queue they um they had little um like quick design stations that you could stop at most people didn't do them they were just like i'm out of here i'm gone i'm gonna go you know i, I want to ride this ride i don't care about designing a vehicle and then they would walk up this little ramp uh, and then they could see through, there's a giant window where you could see into the design studio. And then people would be like, oh, wait, what's that over there? Like, I want to do that. It, it, it created a weird uh, slowdown for the for the FastPass line specifically. They then had to do modifications and actually reroute the queue. Um, so basically it meets up now at this point where standby would get grouped. Now standby and FastPass all meet at this location. Single rider you are opting in to, you're saying, I want a short wait, and I am I am opting into like bypassing some theming. I think when you get into a single yeah. rider line, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know that. When you get a fast pass, you're not saying I want less of an experience. I just want less mm-hmm. of a wait. So that's true. Yeah. Like from initially, they should have come out and, and yes. included yeah. Facebook. Um, I said Facebook included fast pass <laughs> in, in the full theming. Um, and I mean, let's be real, S- single rider, like, you're just chum, you know? You're, like, yeah. you're just fish food, like, you don't get anything. You don't get anything, don't anything, but what you do get is on the ride faster. And that, and exactly. that, that is yeah. the, that's the trade-off, and that's, I think, yep. people understand that, and it's worth it, so. Um, yeah, so at the time when we opened, here's, so here's another fun little tidbit for you. When Test Track was reopened, there was all this talk about this new technology that was being put into the queue and in the ride, but nobody would tell us what it was for. It was just a lot of like hush-hush because at the same time, there was all the testing that was going on behind the magic bands because they hadn't, they hadn't come out yet. So it was weird because when Test Track opened, in order to design a car, you had to scan a RFID thing 
to then because it would save your car so that way when you went to go on the ride you tapped like sync your car up to the, the car that you designed we had to have these little white cards they were just little rfid cards that had like a little blue rubber band on them and we had to give those out to every party oh god that design so adding in the element of like yeah all four of you are going to be on one number and they're like what i know we're not on the same what ah. And it's like, oh, okay, also here, one of you gets one of these cards. And it was like, one of us? Why doesn't everybody get a card? No, you only need one card per design group. And it was just a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. Yeah, so then after the design studio, then you go again through another queue (laughs) and up into the um, load area, which that part really didn't change. We still have that kind of back and forth a little bit. um, Does it look kind of industrial still? I don't think, I mean, I don't think so. The only thing that is weird, though, is, like, when you see, like, because, like, the ceiling, in my opinion, still has a feel of, like, a industrial warehouse type. Because they put all that nice, like, futuristic-looking signage and graphics, and um, there's so many curves now in the walls. Like, that just seems futuristic to me, you know? The the future is rounder. (laughs) Right. I always like to think of early test track, like test dummy dummy test track, of, like, it kind of looked like Old Navy from the 90s. Do you know what (laughs) kind of look I'm talking about? (laughs) That helps anyone with the visual. Okay, so we made it into the car. How fun. So it's two rows, three people per row. Mm-hmm. Seat belts like you'd have in a car. Although I guess not really because it's not like it goes over your shoulder or anything. Well, it does. The If you're on oh, the you're the, right. the passenger or the driver's side, you have a shoulder belt. But if you are in the middle, you get the little kid's lap belt. Yeah, which is kind of fun because then if you're kind of... Well, Feels like you're you going can, all over you the can place. go crazy if you mm-hmm. want. How many cars are loaded in one like little batch? Four. There's four. Yeah, four vehicles loaded at a time. And then what's kind of fun is it feels like at first it feels like you're almost on an omnimover because all the cars seem to move kind seemingly at once forward mm-hmm. and a little right. bit around the corner. Right. And in both versions of the ride, that's your your seatbelt seatbelt check. Right. Yes, yeah, the, the seatbelt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Here's people just around, around the, the corner. corner. <laughs> just around the corner. Bill, Bill that, says that at first, and then the new version is. <laughs> That's right. And fun, fun little fact for you that um, that area is also where anybody who needed assistance transferring from a wheelchair or a electronic vehicle, that's where that would happen. Is that location as well? Yeah, because that it had a, it had less of a like it wasn't like a drop like the. Oh sure. The main load area. So after the seatbelt check, in the original version, um, you are right into your testing. I mean, right into it. And you're mm-hmm, testing mm-hmm. your incline, a speedy incline, up a hill. And that's exactly what you do. You're actually going to the second level of the show building. I love that part. I do too. So much. I love it on both, but I loved the original one. Like, I think I liked it better. Yeah. Yeah, you were you were part of the story right away, which is mm-hmm. fun. Um, in the in the current version, it's still the exact same experience. You're just you're just launched more. They don't give you like a ton of background or story. Right. And another thing to note is the vehicles themselves in the current version are referred to as skip sim cars, which I always think oh, is right. kind of fun. Yeah, the sim car. Yeah. So in in the in, in the original ride, the next turn is my favorite part. You're testing 
the suspension of the car and you go over different road services. Mm-hmm. And I remember that because this is where in in the pre-show, Bill McKim is like, oh, throw some Belgian blocks down. And oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's and like wink, wink. Like he's like, that's gonna suck. And it does. It's like super bumpy. And I, yeah, I, I, I really your brain. like that part. Yeah, I really, that was a fun part. It really made you jiggle. Like I don't oh, use that yeah. word often, but you jiggled. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's what you were doing. You were jiggling. <laughs> Definitely. What yep. goes mm-hmm. on um, in the current version during that part? Uh, this one's like your weather testing. Uh, there's like an element of like ice. Like it's supposed to be like either like sleeting or freezing rain or something. But there's no bumps. No bumps. Uh, you're just you're just kind of going into that area where it talks about the cold weather and the and then it like does like a weird OnStar moment, right? <gasps> right, OnStar. Yeah, because I think they wanted to throw that brand in there. But is that, that's not like a GM-specific thing, OnStar. Isn't that like on other, like all, a lot of cars from 2013? No, it, it was GM-specific. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. You're, you design a car, and then you're going to test its efficiency, capability, responsiveness, and power. I think where it throws me off, though, is it's, it's they're kind of trying to say, like, it's all simulated weather. Or it's like simulated this oh, and yeah. that. Right. But so was the first one. Like, you knew we're simulating these different road services or we're simulating braking and stuff. It just, I when I'm looking at, like, the lights and, like, lasers around me, I'm like, are we just pretending we're simulating something? Like, it's, it, that, that story element is hard for me, even, like, as we're talking about it. It feels like, like, the way that I, like, compared the two was the original test track was, like, you were, it was real. Like, you were going through an actual test facility and getting to experience what a car goes through. Whereas like the, the one that's current, it feels like you're in a, uh, this is going to be very Star Trek referency, but like a holodeck, like a, <laughs> a, yes, very a simulated, this is all computer generated. It's yeah. like next level testing that they probably do in the computers and stuff, but like sure. you're living or you're getting to experience like inside the 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 virtual world, if you will. And that's where I think some of the Tron the Tron stuff comes in, right? Because it feels very much like the Tron when you're in the game or like whatever. A simulation uh, almost. Yeah. 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 So now we're getting to the brake check. Like they they basically started off and say, we're gonna simulate a brake check with anti or I'm sorry without anti-lock brakes and then one with anti-lock brakes and then they they start off with the one that's without anti-lock brakes and you bust through like the barrier yeah basically yeah and it's crazy cuz they 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 had um the track had like the the road lines you know painted on them and it looked like when you looked at the end that the road was going to go to the left but then the track goes like, you know, jagged, like off the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you come around and then they're back on the screen again. And they're like, OK, now we're going to now we're going to do this with ABS on. And then you take off and this this the stop is much smoother and you have control over your vehicle as you make the turn. And like sick Bill McCam is just loving that he's putting yeah. you through all this. <laughs> yeah. He's like cracking up the whole time. Loving it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, the other the uh, technician with Bill is named Sherry. So oh, Sherry. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. So she Sh- likes it. Sherry. I, Another Star Trek of, reference? No, because of Cheryl. Because our Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl. We had, we had Sherry and Cheryl. Sherry, so. baby. <laughs> oh, 
All right, so what's the equivalent simulation in the current version? So now we're just doing weather testing. <laughs> boring. <laughs> um, yeah, it I, so boring. it's weird because it's like now it's going to like take you through simulated like rain and then there's going to be like a weird avalanche that happens as you're oh, God, driving. I that. I've never noticed the avalanche. Yeah, so that's basically through like the first part where it was the in the old one it was the non-ABS test. It's like raining and then it's like a little bit of snow and then like a basically like the mountainsides falling down on you. It was like the weird it's like the weirdest I don't quite understand it. And then it stops. This is where I don't quite understand what they're trying to test because you're driving really fast again and then there's like a giant bolt of lightning that strikes down in front of you and then you turn to the left and then there's like a simulated city on your left hand side. But is that testing like capability? I yes. I mean that is what it's doing. As the as the rider, I was like, uh, what just happened? <laughs> and don't get me wrong, it is it's really pretty. Like it's a yes, very visually yeah. delightful during the scene. But if you're coming from like a story perspective, which I think a lot of people are, it's you don't know what's going on and it's hard yeah. to wrap your head around. But that lightning is cool. The lightning effect is really cool. Yeah. It's pretty neat. And yeah. there's lots of little projections and, you know, lasers and whatever. So Yeah. Whatever. And again, another note is like during each of these little tests, then your car, your design car is then scored um, against the other cars. For that particular, yeah. In the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was going to be a test. Yeah, so like for that one, because you said it was capability, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then everybody gets their capability score shown on the screen right before you go into the next area. I'm so happy we have an expert. Um, I know, my goodness. <laughs> It's it's sad that I remember this much stuff. It's actually I was just thinking, I was disturbing. like, I hope they don't expect me to contribute because I am such a fan just listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so okay, original test track. This is where you went into the uh acidity test or whatever they called it. Corrosive. It's like hot and then cold or the opposite. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, it does the weather and then it does that weird spray stuff. That was so funny because that's like again, Bill's torture bill and sherry mm-hmm. are trying to kill us so it goes right. first i don't remember if it's first hot or first cold but it gets very hot and also very cold but it like pulls you out or pushes you out of that room just in time so it must get really hot and then gets really cold because that like is a delightful experience yeah 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 that might, that might be one of my favorite parts of the old of the old mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is there an equivalent scene in the current version so in the current version, you still go through the chambers, but they've changed it up a little bit. Now you're going into the green area, which I think was the eco, the eco test. Yes. Um, and the first, the first thing you go through, it's not really. I mean, there's basically what's happening is there's lasers. Your your car is like being scanned for some reason, and I can't remember exactly what what it is for. But there's like a cool like laser. You know those like lasers that are that look like a uh, like a triangle that like spread out like a fan. That's kind of what it is when you drive underneath of it. Is is that effect? And then when you go into the second chamber, you know how you see like cars and they're like the they show like the wind going over the vehicle. The aerodynamics. Yeah, the yeah. aerodynamics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So th- so this is testing that out. Now here's a cool thing that when you look over at the mirror on the right, you see yourself and the car that you're in. And then there's the cool effect of the wind going over the vehicle because it mm-hmm. hits the windshield and then goes over the top of the car. It used to be if you raised your hand up, it would recognize that and it oh. would adjust the wind pattern going over the car. Mm. Um, it was a really cool effect. Again, I don't know if I'm it's gonna, still that way. I'm try but that next time. Yeah, if you, if you have ridden recently, 
Like, let us know if it's still doing that, or if you've ever, if you've never tried it, like, go and try it and let us know. And then the third chamber, uh, this one was again nothing. Like, it just it did some like weird scan, but it was just some little, little light effects. You're definitely less aware of the types of simulations or tests that are being performed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not as uh, in your face as it was with the no, original. Not <laughs> right. not a step by step at all. Right, um, right. Speaking of step by step, though. The best sitcom of all time. Such a great not, sitcom. Not where I was going with that. I was gonna jump back to the old, the old test track version. This one, it it does the hills. Very similar for both, like the responsiveness test where it goes through the through the like the forest. Yeah. And it has like, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. This is fun in both. This is fun in both versions. Yeah, for sure. And in the old one, there was the like I think it was in the audio or something where it said like. Because there was it, it, there was a sign in front of you that had track A and track B, and you could see the track split, and it would of course always send you on track B, which was to the left, and then you go through your winding turns up the hill hmm. through the trees and stuff. Fun fact: that actually is a real track switch. So anytime a car needed to be brought off the track, <laughs> that's where it would go back into the storage and maintenance areas. Mm, I love it, like hidden in, yeah. in plain view. That's yeah, nice. exactly. It was yeah. kind of cool. It, it felt like you were on a winding mountain road. There was speed signs. There was the trees, you know, things like that. And then it would come around that final turn. It would do like that dip or whatever. And then yeah. you would come around that final turn and then the truck was there ready to run you over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sadly, I don't have a truck horn. Well, who needs one when you got well, listen, Cheryl? We have. What I have is like maybe it was like a DJ truck, so it was like, oh my god, look out! That sounds exactly like it. Yeah, Retired that was it. Right? DJ. It's not, yeah. Yeah, driving the truck. Driving the big rig. Uh, yeah, and the, and the new one is very similar because it's um, again you're testing the responsiveness. Well, before I guess before you go into that, it does give you your your score. For, for your efficiency test, which is oh, like, right. people are like, what? I don't, what, what just happened? And I've messed with everyone's score because I lifted my hands. Yeah, <laughs> right. Cool. Um, and then, yeah, then you see what is a cool effect. Everything starts to get lit up. So like there's these cool lasers that light the outlines of the trees. So it, it's like, it's almost like it's being generated right in front of you as you're driving through this virtual world type of thing and then you start to go through these cool archways that are also projected same turns nothing different the dip and then no surprise they kept the truck they just as people would call it like they they tronified it (laughs) so it does it exist still or is it just done in like lights now no the truck is still there yeah it's it it, and and if you ever looked at it, it is actually a full-size um, tractor-trailer. Obviously, it's been gutted, so that way it's not heavy as a real one, but mm. yeah. Um, and then you get your score, your responsiveness Yeah, and then you get your score, of course, uh, before you head into the next area. Which is kind of the, the big scene of the... The climax. The climax, oh. if you will. But I remember in the original version... You kind of turn the corner. This is when Bill gets you. This is that funny. Yes. This is mm-hmm. this is going to be the crash test. And you turn the corner or you enter this room and you see a recently crashed car just kind of oh, staring at you. Right. And do you remember? So it used to be, oh, God, there's some history here. The car would move. Do you remember this? Oh, like, like they were would, pulling it back, like towing it back kind of. Like it. No, it had just hit. So it was like a 
Because you would, I think you would hear the sound effect. I'd have to go back oh, and like watch an old ride there. You'd hear the sound effect, and then as you come around the corner, the car was doing like a little movement. Oh, like is, it had just hit the it's, wall. It's pretty dark that like we're like, okay, now it's your turn. Right, 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 right. But it's a fake out because instead of crashing into a wall, that wall opens up and now you do their like speed test. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was the it was the, test. the speed sure, test, yeah. Sure. And I loved, I don't know about you guys, but I loved the build up as you came around the corner with the crash and oh, the yeah car but then it's as you stopped all of a sudden now these lights come on and it's like and you hear you know how you like you hear lights turn on at a baseball stadium like i don't know if that's even a real thing but you hear this like yeah and all of a sudden like all these lights and you see that that wall with the weird circle and the Mm -hmm. numbers on it and you're like oh this is real like we're about to crash even though you know it's not like it is right right yeah it's an adrenaline moment it does make you think if you've never ridden it before and you never knew anything about it you're like what are they going to do right now because this is crazy yeah and then you take off and right before you hit the wall the doors open and you're blinded by the sunlight outside (laughs) right well you know i i hate to say this but it is kind of the tower of terror moment where if you're riding test director in the day like, you can see the light coming from under the door. Yes, yes. It's kind of yes, a yes, bummer. Yes, yes. Yep, yep. Fun fact, those doors were made of a very light, almost like styrofoamy material. So in case you hit the doors, you would just blow through them. Oh, that's amazing to know, yeah. actually. And I would have loved that ride photo. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just like actually pieces of it. door on the car. It would be actually iconic. Well, good point, actually. So that's exactly when they take your picture. Mm-hmm. Is it still? Don't they take it later now? They take it after you go through the door now. It's like yeah. right outside the... Yeah. When you, when you go through, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, and this is when, so I think I said this earlier, but Test Track is the fastest ride on Disney property. And this is when it picks up the speed. Um, mm-hmm. I think it goes up to 65 miles per hour, which is yeah. very fast when you're in an open air vehicle. Just right. Record. And you're taking these like super banked turns and stuff. So it, it is more intense than driving down I-4. <laughs> Right. Maybe for you. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're, I guarantee you're going faster than 65 miles per hour on I-4 at 3 a.m. with Cheryl. Right, right. Thank you. But you're not taking the, the types of turns. Um, <laughs> there, well, you know what? Maybe you are. There was actually. a time I took the on-ramp from 528 to I-4. <laughs> way too fast. Like, genuinely. And I spun out at one point, And oh, I God. was, like, perpendicular when I finally stopped. And I just, like, was able to course correct and keep going. It was, like, literally oh 2 a.m. Yeah, Is that this was when... true? Yes. I thought I was on test track, but I I won't go above 65 now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was when I was, like, very young and thought speed limits were funny. But I don't. Oh, and kids, kids listening now, they absolutely are not funny. They are <laughs> based off of really logical numbers for yeah. the turn and incline that you are on. And this has been, looking back, Life Lessons with Cheryl. Life Lessons with Cheryl. You, you are not, do that on Test Track. Don't do that on I-4. Yeah, get that right, all, right. leave it all on Test Track, yes, you know? Yes. So something I've always thought that was interesting and kind of funny about this ride is when you kind of go on a straightaway and then you do a turn, 
and it's one of those bank turns so you're kind of looking down what you're looking at is like backstage epcot which is funny and if you look closely you can see like cast parking and stuff but what they're mm-hmm. what they want you to be looking at is chevrolet vehicles <laughs> the car lot i've never seen those when i'm out there like I think that is so... F- oh, because well, you're closing your eyes? Is that Absolutely. Why? Yeah, terrifying. okay. Well, you should open them because check out Chevrolet's new vehicle. And they'd always have them like in a crazy like pattern, you know, to try and to highlight it. And I don't know. Like, I don't know how often those are switched out. Is someone responsible for cleaning those? Like getting all the love bugs off of them? Like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's yeah. so... Um, I, I'm interested in the upkeep of those cars and I'm interested in applying for that job as well. So if anyone knows <laughs> how we can help me out, like... Well, I know it was all part of the team that, um, you know, when you go through the post show, they have those sales... Uh, well, I call them salespeople, but they're like the Chevrolet mm-hmm. or GM you know experts or whatever yeah yeah they were all part of the team that would manage the vehicles outside and the vehicles in the building and they also were responsible for getting the cars cleaned and going through all that stuff so they took care of that whole process because i don't want to do inside stuff right right i pull back my application (laughs) no i think that they i i think that it's a disney custodial cast member that does oh. the detailing on it. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's amazing how many cars they would sell in that post show. Mm-hmm. Like, sell? No joke. Yeah. You could buy a car in the post show. Okay. I am desperate to find someone who's bought a car from the GM <laughs> showroom at Epcot. Like, yeah. 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 No judgment. Like, I'm just, I want to know what your thought process was. Like, did you go in wanting to do that? Did you have such a good time on Test Track? that you wanted to buy a car was right. it was it an impulse buy did your kid ask for it did you did you were you really impressed by anti like brakes <laughs> or was it on star that really was it bill scale? was it bill that got you to buy your car are you bill mckim <laughs> and you get an employee discount is it more expensive is it less expensive i have a ton of questions and i i know i crazy, would love right? love love someone to get in contact and talk me through the process my favorite part, though, about them is their new outfits. Because I was in the parks the other day, mm. and originally it was like khakis and a polo, right? Like that was what they were wearing. But now, Kim. yeah, right. <laughs> and I mean, I don't, I don't remember like GM test track. Only Chevrolet. I only know Chevrolet test track, but it used to be like khakis and a polo. But now, for whatever reason, they're all wearing like cardigans and like jeans. It's super casual. Get out of my closet, I know. It looks very cozy. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's nice. I'd like to also like to see a picture of them. Yeah. Um, Let's back up just for a second, though, because in the... We were just... We just um, described the test... Like, test dummy test track version. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What is that last scene like currently? It's interesting how they kind of lead into that because as you as you leave the capability test, you get your score like you have been, and then it goes to this cool like it lights up each of the like the tests you have you can see the test that you've done so far, and then it lights up the power. So now it's time for the power test, and there's this kind of cool like sound effect light up thing that happens. It's almost like a launch, and then the the room lights up, and then all of a sudden you're just launched at this wall that has the (laughs) 
test track logo on it, then it just opens right before you go outside. Mm, yeah. So it's not necessarily as fun or like a build up as you're definitely you're definitely getting launched at a wall, but you're like, why what why is this wall here and what's about to happen? This doesn't look right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you go outside and of course it's the same exact same speed, but you're you're testing your power at this point. Okay. But it, but again, it always hits 65 miles per hour, you know, same as before. We mentioned this briefly at the beginning too, but like when you're walking up to test track or walking anywhere around test track, the sound of the cars like whooshing whizzing by around yeah. is um is great. And I I love that that happens and it's very much mm-hmm. like iconically test track and I I really like that. One thing that I really love that they did when they when they changed it over was they they took they kept money in for graphics that were outside so when you first come out of the building the there's a building right there on the right hand side of the track just below you that is actually the maintenance building for the vehicles and there used to be some signage on it when it was old test track and then they converted it so now it's the updated graphics for test track that are on that building and then the loop where you see the cars uh in the middle they painted a giant new test track logo right in the center of that circle that looks great um yeah so it was it was great that they didn't like stop you know at the door (laughs) they kept it going and they spent the money to continue that immersive feel uh outside that's the end of the ride and at uh, the conclusion for both rides i think what happened in the first test dummy version that was the um as you were kind of coming back inside before you yeah leave. they turned on the uh what did they call it the thermal test oh yeah so when you came down they had like a video screen of your vehicle driving by and then you could see it was like it would show the heat you know mm-hmm. from the different people that were in the vehicle and then that was the last thing that you did and it was meant to show what the how the car was reacting to going that fast i think was kind of like the story but what i all I, everyone yeah. did was just like shake their hands right yeah like do the <laughs> thing that i normally do now in the wind tunnel <laughs> which what i'm going to start doing in the wind yeah, tunnel yeah 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 and now uh, they give you your final score you yeah the new out. one the new one you get your power score and then as you come around the corner you get your final score Cool. No, no, I'm sorry. I, that's incorrect. You get your power score, but you won't get your final score until you get off and then go into the post show area. Really? Yeah, because there's when you when you first walk into the post show after the photo area, there's a big giant screen where you can go up and tap your magic band or your card or whatever. Interesting. And then it'll pop up with your vehicle so you can actually see what your final score was. And gotcha. how you ranked amongst amongst people around you and amongst people throughout the day. Like, there's a high score for the day type of thing. So it is actually pretty similar to Toy Story Mania in that way. <laughs> right, right. Huh. You get a little animal as you're represented. Yeah, I wasn't you know, kidding. It's the same ride. This is, again, another big change. So the original test track, you would go through... Gosh, they had a couple things. They had, like, a a cool car that was always on display and then they had like that weird vr thing that they used to do what was that called um dream something I don't, did you ever did you ever see that or did you ever like no i'm gonna be honest it? i haven't spent a ton of time in this area so as you so it was like off to the left when you were walking through the post show and it was like these like little you would basically like these they look like little eggs uh they, they reminded me of the chairs for men in black like you would sit down and put this thing over your head and you would just sit in it and you could like like you were in VR and move around. I don't know what you looked at because I never did it myself. <laughs> but 
it was there for a long time, and then uh, obviously it's gone now with the new stuff, but that was there. And then, of course, the showroom has always had its uh, area where you could look at different cars. And But now the new, the new attraction, the new post-show, they have a couple different interactive things. They have a, a room where you can create a trailer, like a commercial. Oh, for your, okay. That for, sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah, for your, for again, for your vehicle. So you go up and you scan, and then it gives you like all these different options, and you could make a full uh, commercial, and okay. then you can save it or Cheryl. email it to yourself or whatever. We're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's also the area where you can um, uh, race your car. So like, there's like a. This was cool technology, but not didn't quite hit the mark. Mm. With, yeah. with I think what they were wanting but it's like a basically it's projected down into this like we'll call it a pit that everyone can stand around and you can tap your card at a steering wheel and then your car shows up on the track on this thing that you're looking down at and then you can drive it so you have like a top-down view of your car and you can just drive it around this track it's fun for like two minutes and then you're ready to if it even loads sometimes it doesn't even load up correctly and then, of course, then you have the showroom where you can um, buy a car s- buy a car and see all the fun. fun. And then there's also the cool, uh, in the back of the showroom, there's the photo ops. So you can go up, and again, you can scan your card. You can have your, your actual car that you designed in the background of your photo. But you can choose what you want. Like, do you want, like, a winter scene or do you want, like, a fall scene or whatever okay. with your vehicle? I need to spend – I need to – have a couple of margaritas and then spend a couple hours in the Chevrolet showroom. Itself. Yes. Now, and here's the fun thing. So there are, I it think. It gets better. Well, if you don't want to ride, like if you don't want to go through that to get your car, mm-hmm. there is, there's design kiosks in the post show where okay. you can go up and go ahead and design your car, take the time you need, and then go through all of the post show stuff. So you don't even have to do the ride to do the post show stuff. Find the design kiosk, make yourself a car, and just have a blast while you wait for your family or whatever to come off the ride. That's great. All the pregnant women are in there. Exactly. Exactly. Doing photo shoots and commercials. <laughs> right. It's awesome. Yep. That's it. All right. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest. I started. I started very cynically this episode, mm, but mm-hmm. um, I've. I'm, I'm becoming. I've definitely went through like a nostalgic moment for the old test track i have a little bit more of an appreciation for the the newer version but mostly i think the the mvp tonight is uh the chevrolet showroom the post show chevy showroom the chevy Chevrolet. i I call it the chevy showroom yeah chevy showroom um there's also a little gift shop which Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sells little cars honestly which is kind of funny to me and they used to have i don't know if they still have it but they had like a little photo booth where you could take a picture and get like a cool themed test track license yes. with your photo on it cool do you know what really sucked when we opened what? right before the gift shop we had these little deposit boxes made remember those white cards i was telling you about oh, yeah. we had to collect all those white cards from everybody oh, God. so as people were leaving we had to tell them put your white card in this box don't leave with it because they cost us money <laughs> oh wow Cheryl, um, do you have any closing thoughts? I still probably won't write it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do love a good on-ride photo, so I love mm-hmm. that this one does still have one, and it's a pretty good one, too, because, I yeah. mean, 
you and I have gotten caught on, like, your Buzz Lightyear's, your... <laughs> right. What was that one... It Was it Haunted Mansion where we all just looked, like, so uncomfortable? Pirates is also a very a- awkward picture always. Yeah, which... I'm glad that those are opportunities now, but it is always fun just to have an odd ride photo that is, like, an action shot. So, like, your Splash Mountains and Test Track. Like, so for that alone, I'd be okay. But also, if you were to ask me, hey, Cheryl, which, give me your top five attractions that you'd love to see just burned to the ground and rebuilt like a phoenix, this is my number one. (gasps) Whoa, wow, wow, wow. And what would you like to have? A waterproof attraction waterproof like something right. that can run in the like it just it oh, boggles sure, sure. my mind okay. that we have right, such right. a popular attraction that can't function like 78 percent of the year in florida <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah doesn't make any sense it just isn't makes perfect sense to have this kind of ride in california because it never rains yeah i actually but not in florida think we should talk about that briefly if we could there are other versions of this ride Mm-hmm. elsewhere in the world um mm-hmm. one um the journey to the center of the earth ride is not the same ride itself but oh, like a similar right. similar yeah, ride yeah. system it's supposed mm-hmm. to be really really great it and is fantastic. then probably most notably and i would say probably the superior version of this ride is in cars land um in disney's california adventure mm-hmm. radiator radiator springs racers which is potentially the greatest ride of all time. And I, I might go on record saying that. Wow, that's high yeah. praise. It's not <laughs> Rise of the Resistance, but... I strongly it, disagree. It's so well put together. It's it's hard to... Art, like, it's hard, it's hard not to put it high up on the list of, like, well-organized, well-themed... Okay, well, you haven't like, delightfully executed Hagrid's but. magical creator, creatures motorbikes oh, yet. One hundred percent. Yeah. No, I. You're right. I haven't. I just need our I listeners should. to know that you're not just misguided. You're just haven't <laughs> due to COVID haven't been able to come visit. Lately. Due to COVID, there are things <laughs> that I, I'm going to be wrong in the statement. Due to COVID. Due to COVID. Um, right. Mm, right. Right. Please don't take this as like. Yeah. Don't judge our podcast. It's just you know. <laughs> COVID's been rough. But Ashby, I mean, can you what do you, what do you think about Radiator Springs? I, I I mean I for a long time it was definitely up there as a top ride for me, uh, especially coming from working at Test Track for so long and seeing both iterations of it. It was such a cool and when I went so when I went out to California, I actually got to go in to the to their control tower because um, the manager that was there had come over like we knew each other from our time sharing information about test track that's fun and so it was cool so she gave me like a little tour and she took me through the technology and and of course they had like the better system so mm-hmm. you know their ride probably never goes down um but again same same complexity every car you know its own computer all the different things um but what wins it is just the the the, the scenery of that attraction it doesn't go as fast but man does it feel so it just feels like you are driving through the movie. Yeah. Um, like the just, animatronics ugh. are so good. They're amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Yeah. Great, great attraction. But yeah, I love I love that ride. I think it's great. Uh, I'm so jealous that they have that wheelchair, guess with disabilities, um, separate station. Ugh. 
the best. I just, I think there's a lot of like, you can see elements of Test Track in the ride, like the, um, you know, in the, the little chambers that you go through, but in oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. in Radiator Springs, it's um, like you're getting all, all like the, pa- soup, the paint job. Do- yeah, the, the paint yeah, job, yeah, yeah. getting all ready for the race. And it's just so clever. Yep. Like everything's just so clever. And, mm-hmm. it, and I really love it. Yeah, they did a great job with it. But it's true. I haven't been on Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. So it's <laughs> just so great. No, and again, coming from you, Cheryl, that's, and I that hate roller coasters. Like it's right, hard. Right. I hate rides, and it's. An, I mean, it, this is not a kid kitty. This is no barnstormer. Like it's a legitimate roller coaster. Yes. Right. Okay. It is wow. just so well done. Like so great. I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, any other, any other things to say here? I feel like I have like a, a I have so many stories I could tell, but I can't think of anything. But I would love if, like, anybody has questions. I'd love to, like, answer them. If somebody has, like, a fun test track question they want to throw in our comments or something. Yeah. Would you, um, from a personal perspective, would where yeah. would you rank this as a place to work? <laughs> There's so many different, like, ugh, God, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it because, well, so here, from my history with Disney, it was the first, like, high-speed attraction that i had ever worked mm, sure yeah mission space was like my first ever e-ticket attraction but like test track was like the closest i ever got to a roller coaster i guess is what i could say so for me that was awesome but with that comes long wait times a lot of guest issues height restriction like there's a lot of things downtimes rain storms there's a lot of things that factor into it so as far as like rides that keep you busy psh, number one mm-hmm. like always busy whenever you worked over at test track i loved how complex it was i had such a um an appreciation like i i actually like loved the ride itself and how technologically advanced it was for a ride you know i I forgot to mention this earlier it's so advanced that when a cast member gets trained over there most attractions you get trained you get just, just you get trained at the ride and you're done like you're checked out and you get to work everywhere at this particular attraction because it's so advanced you get trained on everything except for the tower position which is like the control center that you have to work at the attraction for a certain amount of time and be comfortable with it before you ever get trained to work in the tower which at that time there was only two places that did that it was test track and tower of terror wow so that was like a cool, like it just, when you worked there, there was an, there was a little bit of a feeling of like, I, I, I I'm, I'm kind of cool because I work at this um, attraction that's it's really. the Kilimanjaro Safaris of Epcot, you mean? Right. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. it's pretty, I mean, it was a, definitely a, a place in my Disney history that I'll never forget. And uh, I, I, I treasured the time I, I spent there. Well, okay. So for Test Track, uh, they had, they actually had a car built that was drivable, that looked like a test track vehicle. Yeah. And they used to use it for the rope drop. So like when you would come into Epcot first thing in the morning, everybody would come up and line up and wait to come into the park. Right. And then we would do a magical moment where we would choose a family to be like the first family. We would have a driver that would go out and we would drive them to the front of test track drop them off and then they would go in and ride. I got to get trained on how to drive this car. So I got to do it. And I have a fun picture of me in it. And I'll, I'll make sure to, um, that was a cool moment for me that driving that so, car. That's yeah. very, very fun. That was so fun. I learned a lot today. Thank you so much, Ashby. Yeah. Sorry. I talked so much today. I feel like I really went overboard. I just feel like people who listen to us will really like that about this episode. 
it's definitely very like it's uh, the people who are like really into the this kind of stuff are going to be like oh this is what we've been wanting yeah <laughs> and i can't chime in because i haven't been there in two years and it's really yeah. Clearly, you think Carsland is the most superior ride. <laughs> I am not alone in that boat, Cheryl. It, well, I think it's a smaller and smaller boat than you think. It's like you got on a full cruise and took a five-year nap, and you're waking up expecting it to be <laughs> full. I feel like it. I feel like it used to be really great, as far as like where it ranked. But there's too many things that are out now that just have pushed it down on the list. I'm so sorry, but you haven't been on Mickey Minis yet. No, that's true. Yeah. And I can't even I mean, believe that Rise of the Resistance hasn't, be, like, the, no. Even well, if you I, had said Rise of prior the, to Rise of the Resistance, it's the superior ride. Fine. I did say that. <laughs> no, I'm you gonna, did not. I edit these episodes, and I'm going to send you that clip. Absolutely. <laughs> no, what you, what you said, and verbatim, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, because my memory, I'm 34 now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, <laughs> you said, well, it's the way you made it, <laughs> I don't know, because now I think you might have said Rise of the Resistance aside, as if that was a given, which, like, to me, I didn't interpret it that way when you said it. <laughs> oh, my God, I cannot wait to not listen to this. I'm excited. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's a fact. I could be very wrong. But I'll be very yeah. excited if also I'm right, but uh, yeah. right. At, yeah, this right, point, right. I, at this point, I'd say, yeah, okay. Part of me is rooting for you, um, and oh if you're right, God. I want to set the record straight. Thank you. Rise of the Resistance is the greatest ride ever. Ever, correct. Tower of the Terror. Mm-hmm. Tower of Terror is incredible. Tower of the Terror. Tower of the Terror. Tower of the Terror. <laughs> Hagrid's is amazing. I'm even gonna say Escape from Gringotts is an amazing ride. Like all of these rides are better in, than Cars. <laughs> are in like a top fifteen list. Yes. I would throw Radiator Springs in a top 15 Oh, list, yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're and like, that's in all a top 45 list. <laughs> Prior yeah. to Rise oh. of the Resistance, was it number one at Disneyland, California Adventure, California in general? Absolutely. Right, right, sure. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's all I'm saying. Okay, but you didn't. <laughs> 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 well, I hope everyone learned something tonight. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Yes. I have way more knowledge than you want to know. So if you, again, if you want to know anything, let us know. And like, I don't, again, I don't know how many people listen to us, but if, if you're ever in the parks and you're like, God, you know, wouldn't it be cool if I ran into Cheryl and Ashby and Molly? Well, if you want to try, just head over to the Chevrolet Design Center and you'll probably find one of us there. Oh my God, yes. (laughs) Trying to purchase one of their cardigans off of them. (laughs) All right, that's it. Beep, beep, I guess. Beep, beep. Honk, honk. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that's the end don't you of have, this episode. Don't you have a car horn? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I can't. I'm leaving. Oh, God. I, Molly, I, hope that, I hope that you edit it where it just ends right after the fart. <laughs> I am guaranteed. I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, my God.